Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. What's up, guys? Before we get into the episode, I want to let you know we are finally doing our first merch drop at the Unlaced Podcast. It's taken us about 100 shows to get there, but we finally have a couple of T-shirts and this beautiful hat that I'm wearing coming to you in the next few weeks. Now, this is going to be an exclusive range. There's not going to be a whole heap of units, so if you guys want to get in quick, there is a link in the episode here. Put in your details. Give yourself the best opportunity to get one of these tees. This is the white faded bony Heavy tea, I'm calling it the smiley tea. It's got some of the sayings from the show on the back. And of course, one of my favorites, probably the favorite, is the humanized tea. These are a bit heavy, oversized type t-shirts. You'll absolutely love them. Get amongst them early. I love you all for the support. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Unlaced Podcast. Thank you all for turning up. If you are new here, as I always say, I appreciate you. And if you've come back again, I absolutely love you. I I feel a little bit um, out of place here because we are going to be talking about arguably the biggest game in the world and the pointy end of the Mm -hmm. season, AFL finals. And who better to do it with than a couple of premierships in the room with Campbell Brown and uh, Dane Swan. Thanks, boys, for coming on. Couple premiership players. Players? Yeah. Did I uh, say player or players? Except a couple of premierships. Oh, a couple of premiership <laughs> players. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. You guys, do you reckon you guys played under, I feel like you guys have like Harvard students of AFL because you've played under Malthouse and Clarkson. Like I was Boy thinking my, how inferior my <laughs> yeah, knowledge yeah. is. Nathan Buckley. <laughs> Nathan yeah. Buckley. <laughs> yeah, they've left out Bucks. Yeah. Uh, it certainly helps, I reckon, when, when you've had really good coaches, you get yeah. a better understanding of of what makes a successful team and organisation. It's not just on the field and game plan and structure, but mm. the way that they manage certain <laughs> players and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Do you do you have any memorable tussles together? Oh, not really. No, Swanee not. and I never really crossed paths. No. We got we were drafted in the same year. Yeah, I won. Super draft. Surely yeah. there was a, a game full- where you've been told like there's an X on Swanee. Nah, I N- played never. On, I played on Dids yeah. a fair bit and Paul Medhurst, like those those dangerous small forwards. Um, Leon Davis, but like even even socially for two guys that would go out and about in Melbourne yeah. a lot, uh, I never bumped into him too much Not until much. recently, yeah. 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 Like, probably the last three or four years. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. I thought the back end of like, well, the beginning of the Hawthorne era was kind of like in the mid of Collingwood's. Yeah. Yeah. Of. Maybe maybe just, oh, we're playing Friday night, she used to play on Saturday, so just didn't run, I was... Friday night, and then by the time I was still going by Saturday, I probably wasn't going out into the public. So <laughs> I, was fucking, I do, I do remember one game up at Metricon Stadium, and and I was towards the back end of my career. I was at the Suns, so I was getting a bit grumpy because all the the, the young Suns boys were learning the caper, um, and sometimes they, they had so much talent they wouldn't listen to instructions or anything. I remember I was going off my head one night against the pies and Swanee ran past me. He goes, Brownie, settle down. They're just kids, mate. Fucking relax. Do you remember, do you remember that? And I was like, fuck you, Swanee too, mate. Like, just, yeah, yeah. It was, that, it was that laconic and laid back. But mind yeah. you, you're up by about 15 goals. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was watching the ball sail over my head, 70 inside 50s. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd done me block. Red, red, red <laughs> do you actually remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just kids. Well, I actually felt bad playing against the Gold Coast at GWS. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I had against GWS when they were like 17. I was like, I had 40 and kicked five. 
And did it was, you really? Yeah. And it was oh, like, oh my God. It was, was it naturally easier or did you just have a day out? Yeah. Yeah. 12 year olds. Like, yeah. And we were obviously at our best. So I was, I did, listen, I, I took them all. I, took, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to give any back, <laughs> but I felt it wasn't like a proper game. Like, it was yeah, not. Yeah. It was not like playing the Hawthorne proper era or playing against the Geelong or an Essendon or Carlton. You're playing like pre pre pubescent. Is that the word? Yeah. Well, yeah. Josh Bruce Teens, said, Josh Bruce reckons kids. it would be illegal now to do what they did back then. It's like twenty eighteen year olds on a field. Yeah, mate, playing like, against men. <laughs> he goes, "Can you imagine that?" Like he goes, "Because he's thirty now. He's obviously retired." Mm. Or whatever he is, he's like, man. If I was playing against eighteen-year-old kids now, I'd be like, fuck, this is going to be. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Cole Reamers kicked eight against us. Yeah, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that, just, no, that's just that just sums it up. Uh, that just sums it up. Yeah, that just sums up how young they were and how bad they were. Oh man. Yeah. Did Mate, you? Guys, still got paid the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Are they? Are they going to shift actually just on them? Oh, with, I think they'll be them? good. I, I think um, Dimmer going up there is just the perfect sweet spot for him now. Like. He's been there, done that at, at Richmond, and clearly Richmond would need a rebuild. Mm. He goes up there, mate. He's got this this beautiful list. Most of the players are retained. You know, they're on contracts. They've got three or four kids coming out of their academy that I don't haven't seen them, but apparently they're just oh, going to yeah. be stars. Wow! And so I reckon he's got the makings of of a really good <laughs> club. Now it doesn't automatically mean that they're going to win a flag, mm. but Dimmers he knows what he's doing. You're up there, is it? So when I go up, there, when people go up the Gold Coast of holidays, like it's a bit different to the fishbowl of Melbourne. Like I don't think you would try take it as seriously because you're up there. Feels like you're feel like you'd be on holidays up there. Like is there, is there an element of that that is a bit more relaxed and yeah, the, the pressure yeah in the build up to a game is not there. And obviously, if it's a Collingwood, Hawthorne, Geelong, Essendon, Carlton, like there's build up. Who's yeah. going to get selected? The injuries, expectation. You don't have that up there, so it's good. Um, for uh, I think players that are uh, already guns because it, yeah. it keeps them quite level. Um, but for a young, you know, young bikes, you want you want yeah, the buzz of exactly, it. You know, yeah. And when you're playing shit, you don't get the level of criticism, yeah. which gives you the the rocket uh, to play better. Yeah, you can escape. Yeah, you know, it's like the beach. It's like you know, there's, there's a bit more to do. We're in Melbourne. It's freezing cold. It's footy going footy, footy, footy in the papers every day. It's yep. like you just. You just can't avoid it in Melbourne. So Gary Ablett did his hammy, I think, one week at training uh, or was tied or something. Now, that would lead Mm. Channel 7. That would lead the the Herald Sun (laughs) storyline for the whole three or four days leading up to the game. Up there it was like eight pages in the sport, about this big, you know, Gary Ablett in doubt. So just a different mindset. I um, I heard a story on him when I was up there playing soccer that he he would eat like raw broccoli. Yeah, that's true. Seen it. Like he just like <laughs> what, just like on the bus or something to yeah, the game. Yeah, raw sweet potato and carrot. He just pull out. Didn't want to steam it. Was it raw? Strainer and just steam it for a quick. <laughs> was it fifteen raw? before? What, what yeah, was it? That? It still had a stem on it. <laughs> what was the logic behind that? <laughs> just like uh, he just liked it like that. Yeah, yeah. That's I think he just he just liked it. Bit of ranch or something. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. not even some ranch. No dipping sauce. Okay. Yeah, no. He was a bit different, guys. He was that good back then. Probably eighteen year old blokes would have started eating like raw broccoli or something. That's that's why they haven't won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Gas could do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a, he had a pretty uh, 
like the, the young, I mean, he was the, the best player, our captain. He had a prayer group, he had everything. Yeah, going on he did. So the, the young guys mm. would, would naturally do whatever he wanted. So yeah. um, he didn't jump in the ice bars too often. So <laughs> yes. It was hard to get the other boys in the ice bars. God yeah. was taking care of his body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like God's taking care of yeah. his body. God was looking out. Sonny had his own prayer group. Yeah. Um, Monday it, mornings, I have fucking prayer. Uh, <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, baptism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a couple of clips that both, because both of you have been on the show before individually. And I don't think, Brownie, you know about your clip. I might have mentioned Swanee's clip to his, but where the clip, I think, Braden, did you do it? No, the the other producer we had did it. But it was of you talking about your journey um, when you were, like, running on a footy field and think, did you make the state team or you didn't oh, make it? Yeah, and I then the coach just story. happened to be in the thing there and you spoke about the journey. Yeah, I remember that, getting a, a running coach, a speed coach from yeah. under 16s to under 18s because I was too slow. Yeah, yeah, it went viral on YouTube. Did it? Yeah, I don't even know. I, I didn't even know. Did I, it I worked? looked at it like yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. worked. How much quicker did you get? Um, oh, a fair bit quicker, but also like just the perception to the coach and the people oh. around you that, You'd gone away and worked on something, okay. so you, it meant something to you. Yeah, Colin that, got me a running coach. Did it work? No. <laughs> like I tried to change like my because obviously I was you know, I wasn't as graceful as and Usain Bolt. Defenses when I'm running up the straight when I'm running, but so they tried to change me to get my technique different and like. But they were they coach said goes well when under pressure when you re, you revert back to how you run yeah, like yeah. in a game. So that's you don't think so that, you so had pure power from yeah, a stopping change. Yeah, so I might have run like a duck or whatever it was, but like. Yeah, he goes, he's he's quick enough. He doesn't need yeah. to be changed. Yeah. I would consciously sometimes think, because I had the explosiveness, I just didn't know how to harness it. Yeah, right. So um, I think that made the running coach easier because it was there yeah. and rather than you know, fighting with you, yeah. you know, every now and then up straight, relax, put yeah. you, you know, and sometimes in a game, not always, but sometimes in a game if you're going on like a, a 70 metre mm. chase, You'd start like that, and then all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. get back to that. So I don't know. I think it worked, but um, I ne- never had the stopwatch out. But I yeah. felt quicker. You had a you had a thing, didn't you? I think Buck said it. At, uh, you might have your retirement, but like something about four six hundreds or this this run you always used to do uh, that no, you're just, famous for in the club. I don't know. I wasn't a particular like amount of running. It's just because I guess I wasn't a great trainer. Um, <laughs> although I, I didn't know. Well, I, I didn't. Enjoy training, yeah. Um, because one, I probably look after myself well um, on the weekend, so I was sore for the first four days of the week, and it's freezing cold in Melbourne. So I might run around with my hands in my pockets when the footy, and I just boot off, and I just like chest and booted back. <laughs> so, but what? And the other thing is, you know, I fumbled like everyone, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't perfect. I fumbled and all that kind of. Obviously, I couldn't kick, so I probably needed to be out there a bit more. But I felt like I had decent enough touch. Like I didn't need to be running around getting doing some. Uh, straight line work or some circle work, getting a kick and handball onto some like running past me. Yeah, <clears throat> like that didn't interest me. But what I did, or what I felt like I now needed to run in the altitude room, in the heat room. So I'd, uh-huh. I'd go in. I wouldn't try to go inside, and then I'd run for like forty minutes to like far leg stuff to like one, two, three, four, five hundred meter sprints on, you know, like 21, 22, 23 k's an hour, and I'd just do that for forty minutes, and that that was what I felt I needed. I didn't really care about touching the footies or being cold. I wanted that's what I did. So that was my. Was that like a cheat cheat sheet almost to get like super fit? Did you um, feel like <clears throat> I, I was never? Well, once again, so I was never. I don't know how you. What was your time trial? Was it two k, three k, two point two? Yeah, so we did two k. So, but that wasn't my strength. I had no mental toughness to be able to run for. <laughs> 
uh, just for 10 minutes, seven minutes, six yeah. minutes. Like, I just, I got bored. Yeah. And I, and I, was, I couldn't run at the one pace. Like a Penelope or Robert Harvey or Steel Sidewater who yeah. can just do that all day. I couldn't. I'd just get bored and I'd slow up, slow down. Me and, Mad, me and Leon would swap past each other about eight times in the over the four <laughs> laps. But what I was strong at was my um, repeat effort stuff. Uh, so okay. um, that's what I was, I don't know, I was actually talking about this before with Guy on my podcast. So that's, I was the most rotated player in the game for three years. So, you know, some would say I ruined football because <laughs> apparently the aesthetics of us, we were up to 150, 160 yeah. rotations a game. So apparently people didn't like people running off the ground for some fucking reason. So <laughs> like brought the cap back. So they basically catered the our midfield to my strength. So that's whether it was a cheese shit or not. They, Butters and Mick identified, well, they actually got it from ice hockey. That ice hockey only stay on the ground for like a minute, minute and a half, two minutes. Just these intense efforts. So they were like, yeah. and keep your intensity and your speed up. And that's what I had. So they went away and devised a plan. This is what we're going to do. Now you obviously don't, right, when they say, mate, you'll be coming off three or four times a quarter, I'll be like, get fucked. <laughs> well, you know, like you play, you want to be out there all the time. You've come from near where the best place start on the ground. And then you're like, well, I want to touch the ball 30 times. How am I going to do it when I'm on the bench? You got... All Australians, best and fairest. You know, you obviously been running for Brownlow's most years. So been on the bench, doesn't fucking help me. Yeah, no but shit. obviously, you know, you start doing your trialing, and then you, you know, you're wearing your opponent down from getting tagged, and you're still pretty fresh in the last quarter, still run with intensity. So, yeah, it, it worked. Yeah, is the game as a game before we go into sort of breakdown of the year? But has the game gotten fitter, or is it fitter back in your days? It changed in in any form from in the last sort of decade that you can clearly see. Oh, I, I think the players we played with, I mean, Crawford and Robert Harvey, well, those guys were doing 18Ks out yeah. of Waverley and stuff. So Just a different type of speed. Yeah. Now they measure like over 30K efforts, over 20K efforts and stuff right. like that. Okay. The speed of ball movement certainly uh, quicker. is quicker, you gotcha. know, because players are, uh, are trained now to, to move it really fast, which make, might make it look like the game is going quicker. Yeah. But um, in terms of – Kilometers covered it's and pretty, speed, all that. I think it's probably pretty even saying, across yeah. it. You want you'd want to be you want to be half fit going into a season though. Like there's no proper old school like footballers who just plot around in a stoppage and plot to the next one. You ain't got any leg speed or you ain't off quick of your mind where yeah. the ball needs to get to. You're going to struggle. The speed and power they hit at. Like people say the game's got weak. It certainly doesn't. Like no. The speed and power they hit at and the pace they run at is phenomenal. It's yeah. just um, how much fitter can you get? Like Robert Harvey was as you know, how much fitter can you be than Robert Harvey? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Blitzales runs five minutes 30 or something for 2K, which is as fucking a, ridiculous. You know what I mean? So <laughs> he's, he is. He's a there's outliers. Now. He's just a phenomenal athlete, but there's, there's some who, who probably wouldn't. But yeah, um, yeah that's say it. would be much of a much. It's just a different type of um, run you ha- running you have to do these days. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, for all the listeners at home, Brownie and Swanee, obviously uh, superstars mm. at footy, both won flags, Collingwood and, and Hawthorne legends as such. So I do want to break down a bit of the season and go into the finals, but I just want to start with the bottom eight, Brownie, and your mob, Hawthorne. How did you assess their year? Oh, I thought the year was was really good. Certainly their last month was outstanding. Um, it's funny how... Really they, good. Didn't they finish third bottom? Yeah, they finished third bottom, but I think that uh, expectation-wise and okay. competitiveness, like they knocked off. Brisbane, top four side. They beat Collingwood, yeah. top of the ladder. They beat the Doggies. They beat the Saints you know, at one point too. We're at that stage, we're in the top eight. They beat the Saints. They got some scalps. Um, young groups are inconsistent. Certainly, like, in the offseason, if you trade out Jay Gromira mm. and Tom Mitchell and you have retirements of, you know, McAvoy and um, 
you move on Shields and Howe and Dunstan. they Dunstan. Dunstan they lost like yeah. just under 1,800 games of experience. And that- Clarkson. Clarko goes. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, good point. And then you remember it was only after like round two, so eight quarters of footy, there was that talk about a Hawthorne tanking, you know, a, a tanking yeah. the way that they've, they've traded away and this and that. Well, I think you can see the natural progression over the course of the season. They brought in some guys that are guns. Warpool's back playing some really good footy. Newcomb was great. Um, and, yeah, I think they played some of the young kids. They didn't just gift them games. Sam Mitchell dropped them, brought them back, played them on the wing, the half-back flank, the half-four flank. Like, he threw the magnets around a bit. And I reckon if you're a Hawks supporter, you wouldn't have finished the season disappointed with what you saw. Right. So I reckon it was a pass mark. What's yeah. the report? A, B, C. Well, what would you have given? Yeah, let's give him I'll, give, I'll, I'll, I'll probably give him a, a B plus from expectations. On expectations. I, yeah, yeah. Because I thought they might be down the bottom like like North Melbourne and West Coast, but like they were by far yeah. the yeah, most disgraceful side. Right. And on the flip side, you look at someone like Essendon who started really well. You say they're dog shit because their last month the was fucking oh, horrific. Mate, that game against uh, and that's GW. And we remember the last that's month, not the first point. month. Yeah, yeah. so recency bias. So, you know, Reston looked like the worst side in the league. Same with uh, the Bulldogs the too. They, I mean, they've last few games. They were on the they were on the way to finals. It's hard to fathom mate, what Essendon dished up in the last, <laughs> oh, last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was insane. Oh, it was disgusting, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dockers for me were the, probably the most dis- – Dockers and Gold Coast Suns because yeah. – I had the Suns in the top eight at the start of the yeah. year, and I reckon come by, they played the two games in Darwin, they beat Adelaide, they beat the Doggies, they're in a really good spot, and they plummeted. Mm. Yeah. And Frio as well. Were they really started well, didn't they? Them were like, some were calling flag favourites, yeah, yeah. top four and but stuff like that. they, they laid start well though, Frio? No. They, oh, they, they did, no. So they were horrible from the jump. Okay, right. Yeah. So it was just yeah. expectation. Oh, I think reality. I underestimated. So Tabiner hardly played. They traded out Rory Lobb. Yeah. They lost a few other players. I, I think that that screwed their forward structure a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite pretty cool. I mean, comical maybe for us, but not for <laughs> North Melbourne fans. Was the last game, um, which they obviously yeah. which they obviously won. And I'm lost a paid it. up North Melbourne yeah. supporter. Oh, did you end up getting yeah. that? Did you actually? I did. Uh, I'm not pretty disappointed in the effort in the last <laughs> game of the year. Well, didn't it take forever for for the membership to come as well, yeah, or something no, like that? Oh, yeah, it took for the best six weeks to go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not able to secure my grand final ticket either because they haven't made it. So they've, they've, they've just missed out. So that's 500 down the drain. Is, is it worth, like, is it worth commenting on, like, them winning that last game and losing potentially that draft pick? Harley well, Reed they or, did lose it. Yeah. Um, so is that, is that a, is that going to be an issue? I've seen a little bit of talk about it during, well, it depends on how good Harley Reed's going to be. Yeah, I guess, yeah. right. But <clears throat> I was talking about this earlier as well on my podcast. Thought <clears throat> the more players you have in a, in a team sport, the less, chance of one person is of making a big impact. Like, so what's the smallest team sport, roughly? Basketball? Mm. Number one pick usually is going to change your LeBron James. is going to change your whole franchise. Yeah. You know, Mike Jordan was picked three, but one player can turn a whole franchise a, a, you know, around. I'm not sure, can anyone off the top of my head name Buddy, but he was picked three, so he wasn't number one, but like, can one player... Dustin Martin, he was he wasn't pick one. No. So like Petrarca was pick one and what Petrarca was, yeah. yeah. Was he? So but it still took him a little bit of time. He did his yeah. knee in his first year and it took him a bit of time exactly. to so, be the player yeah. he is now. As much as I like I was disappointed in North Melbourne's effort, I think pick one. I would trade I would always unless you got a key forks, I think midfielder is a easily replaceable. I would trade out of pick one and try and get pick two, five and, and ten and try and bank yeah. on having two 
smart. Two good players out of the three, but um, yeah, I've seen a little bit of talk about it this week. I'm not. Oh, I would have tanked if I was North. Yeah, yeah. I would have taken that one so. big bird in the hand. I would have, <laughs> I would have had. Mate, it's got to hurt. Yeah. But lucky kick nine. Like, it's a fair effort. I mean, kicking 70 goals inside the finish. Huge. Second bottom. Um, yeah, they had far less inside 50s a game than um, Adelaide and yeah. Carlton. Right. And he wasn't too far off Kerno and Yeah, uh, and, and, that's, that's, and that's, he doesn't get to play against North. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. So, yeah. That's um, a good point. I reckon the year that they had, such a shocking year, they lost some close games. Clarko steps away with with mm. the investigation and the the mental stress. I reckon a win in the last game of the year to build some momentum yeah, into the off season is is important for the whole no. group and the club. The players, absolutely. I'm talking yeah. about like yeah, yeah the football the department could yeah, try yeah, and I'm just like, find a way. Yeah. To, but the player, the, no matter what happens, players go out and try. Yeah. Like, like you might get moved in a different position, or but players bust their ass because they have got careers on the line. Yeah. So it's not like. All the players are going for. We want Harley Reid to come in and take me spot, so I'm going to play no good today. Like, yep. Players are always trying. It's whether the people above them manipulated and stuff like that. But yeah, North would be wrapped with their win, um, and then hopefully that springboards them into winning more than fucking three games next I, year. I reckon what that Wardlaw is going to be a start. That or Sheezel as well. He's he, his start to the year was sort of keeping par with Dacos, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, some good young kids. I mean, the one thing that's probably changed between when we got drafted to now is that, that players that do get drafted, they're ready-made to step straight into yeah. the AFL and have yeah, an impact. Like, that's a good point. We, were, we probably needed games in um, the VFL mm-hmm. and develop your body, learn training standards, how to eat, all that sort of stuff for 12, 18 months. Very rarely does did a player just step straight Strolling. in and go bang, like Juddy did, but it was rare. It would have been about it. Was, yeah. What, 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 what have they done different did a, to do that, though? I, I, I think – they just they're better prepared. Right. Their training's better, yeah. their diet's better. They're they're almost Living in, like in a half AFL. AFL program from quite a young age. So they just learn gotcha. professionalism and everything. Everything's like managers like talk to managers start recruiting kids at six, fifteen, sixteen, like yeah. yeah. You know, like no one talked to me until a day before the draft. Yeah. So they get to an AFL club, they're not overawed. Yeah. Um Training's a bit harder, but they just slot straight in, and then they get a game in round one or two of of, the, of their first season, mm. and they're picking up 25, 30 touches. Yeah. And you go fucking yeah, hell, like that's, and that's, doing it every week. Almost. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. that's that's the one thing that I think that kids drafted now are more capable of stepping straight in, and the jump's not as big. That's the th- the thing that shocks me though, just with being a kid, even though if they can do it, is being consistent. Some of them, I, that, that, I think that's hard. I, I think you get consistent mm. as you get a bit more mature, don't you? Like you know. How yeah. to balance it, but they're kind of doing Same it. Like, but that's what I mean. They're trained from yeah, but okay. diets, weights. So when we were coming up, there was like a diet. You're kidding, yeah. a 17 year old. Please, wait. Start to that grass. AFL career. Just go, exactly. Just go and play footy. Like <laughs> now, it's like they have set schedules. They have like managers. They have like PTs telling them what to do. Their bodies are filled out. Like mm. skin folds are on point when they first get drafted. Like none of that shit happened when we were around. Yeah, we we're just like well, kids, and it happened, and we get drafted, and then. Away you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time in the bottom eight because you boys love September. So, but I just do want to just quickly mention West Coast because um, I don't know. I wanted to ask you boys, are they on the cusp of being in that sort of Melbourne era through that sort of mid 2000s? On the cusp or, of being relegated. Yeah. Or, or are they, uh, is, there, is there a possibility that they can have a fix here and, and come back next season and, and jump? Or are they that, that far gone? No, they're horrific. No, really? they're, 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 they're going to be, they're <laughs> going to be, they're going to be down there a while. 
Yeah, yeah. they're that bad. Yeah. No, I agree with Swanee. Uh, yeah. Well, I just I think you might have said Freya, but biggest disappointments for the year. Because oh, everyone, well, everyone expected West Coast to be on the bottom, yeah, but so maybe not as bad as they were. I but. think it's the worst season of football by a club in the history of the game. Whoa. Fitzroy, yeah. like yeah, South Melbourne. You know, yeah, I think so. Statistically wise, weren't they? Until the last three or four weeks yeah. when they got competitive. The senior, they were players, the senior players just fell off a cliff, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I reckon they held on to them a bit too much and like rewarded them by winning the flag because they won the flag in 18. I reckon they gave them probably one or two more years than they needed and yeah. that stunted all their young kids' development. Then they'll come in COVID. They had some COVID problems last year like the rest of us, but um, mate, there, they were just. Oscar they'll... Allen's a star. Yeah. He had a great year. Yeah. Tim Kelly had a really good year. McGovern showed in the, in the last game that he's yeah. still really important to him. You've got a couple of that, Hewitt and Gibney, and that showed a little bit. Yeah. They're obviously very young, but and when you're getting smacked, it's it's hard to it's hard to play well. But um, I can't see him sort of winning six games nah. next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. early in the easy side to bet against. Like, I guess the line was just like, mate, you could lay them every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, your betting's unbelievable. So easy. you should see some of his like the mathemat, the science. Multis that he's done, really? and the, the, the various oh, sports he's involved. That's, that's how I do my math. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Um, all right, I want to go into to the finals because that that's what we're here to talk about, and probably start with the the bottom four. I think fifth versus six, Carlton Swans. Um, starting starting with Sydney, are they are they a sniff here at all for, so. in in the final series as such? Oh, that, 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 on paper, it doesn't look like it, does it? Carlton have obviously, well, they obviously lost on the weekend, but they had nothing to play for. Um, but I, I can't, I can't find a way how Sydney are going to beat Carlton in the MCG. I, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, no, they're very lucky. Sydney shouldn't even be in the finals. Adelaide should be in it. Yeah, I don't, where do they come from? They well, Adelaide, well, popped the up. Adelaide got fucked from the yeah. yeah, from the goal from the goal and stuff like that. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see Geelong Mad Mad yeah, Monday? They do they do very good, don't they? Yeah. They're the best. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I think like the good thing about those bottom made sides are they've all come in with in ripping form. So like GWS have won nine of the last eleven. Yeah. Carlton found form and, and were terrific. Sydney, you know, came from the clouds. Um, and the Saints are, have been f- probably the most consistent of that yeah. lot. So they all have played really good footy, but they're a fair bit below the, the best of the top four. Mm. So unless, you know, something untoward yeah. happens and there's some heaps of injuries or a side plays out of its skin and they win a close one, out of those at the bottom four, I can see Carlton doing some damage. You know, if Turno gets going and Cripps has a blinder and, you know, they've got – Weedering down back, they've got, you know, they've got the, um, the the structure at their best to be, you know, dangerous. And but they've got the right pathway too to get to a prelim because they play the loser out of Collingwood and Melbourne. So they're just stay on the MCG. Yes. They're not going to have to go to Port uh, or Brisbane to beat, win the second Carlton, final. Carlton, so as we've seen, they can beat both those teams or they can contest anyway. Well, yeah, they got. The prize when they weren't trying in the last five weeks. <laughs> yeah, um, you had to get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, Carlton weren't trying on the weekend. Look what happened. Fucking no Carlton supporters. No, I hear Carlton supporters all saying, oh, well, we had nothing to play for. Well, fucking Colin were on top. We're killing them come out of top two of the five weeks to go. So that's exactly what happened to them. So yeah. um, Motivation's a big thing, isn't it? Of course it, like? it is. Absolutely. And, like, it's hard to stay, especially intrinsically motivated when you're like, uh uh, I'm not going to go back. I'm going to stick my nose over that. I've got in three weeks. I've got finals to play for it. But can you turn? Can you flick the switch? 
we'll find out next Thursday night. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll get to that game, so I don't want to yeah, yeah, ruin no, you. Absolutely. Well, I just before I jump into because um, I love hearing Swanee talk about Carlton because he, he can't stand him. But <laughs> Buddy uh, retiring just to get your sentiment on his career. Do you know what I didn't realize um, how good how young he was when he was that good? Because probably I was a bit younger then. But the the year he kicked a hundred, what was he twenty one? Yeah, it was his fourth season. That, so he that got drafted. His, his first now. year was 05. Uh, 05 and 06, he was good. You know, 07, he really came of age. I think he kicked 70 odd goals and kicked seven in that final against um, Adelaide. Yeah. And then 08's the year he kicked 120 goals or something. You I, know? Think, I think is it Hodgie or Jordan Lewis spoke about it where they're like, I think they were asked, it was a really good question. Like, when did you sort of realize Buddy was this big sort of superstar? And it was one of those first finals that you, Hawthorne made and he kicked a Seven or eight against someone. Goal that goal he kicked in the on the buzzer was he kicked, yeah, kicked like four yeah. in the last quarter. Or so yeah, that, blew it up. And that was his first, our first final, you know, yeah, collectively right. as a group. Um, and we were playing okay, but we just like no one could hit the mm. scoreboard except Buddy. Yeah, and um, Chris Massey was playing on him, you know, which was an unusual matchup, <laughs> but um. He just That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rubbing his hands together, and yeah, like we we would go forward, and and you know, if Bud didn't kick a goal, we we couldn't score, and he kicked seven that wow. day, including the the match winner. So he was a freak, Bud. But one of my favourite Buddy stories, you know, he always had the arc. Yeah, he'd run down the arc, and it was a little bit inaccurate early in his career. And the great Jason Dunstall, um, who was on the board and everything at the club probably outside of Tony Lockett, one of the, the better set shots a goal in the history of the game. Um, he grabbed Bud over the preseason. He said, mate, I'm going to help you, you know, with your goal-kicking accuracy. And you're in awe of bungle, right? Yeah. You know, forty's <laughs> done. And so to get him to not run on the arc, he got um, the little cones and he, he made like a laneway. <laughs> and he, he said to Buddy, you can only come in straight between the cones. You can't go out of – of the cones and Buddy shanked the first one, shanked the second one, gets all flustered, shanks the third one. Fourth time he's coming in, he's got Dunstall there on the mark, does an arc, beautiful, goes straight over the, the top of the goal. I sat from 15, it's a goal, right? And Chief goes, Buddy, mate, you, you can't do that. This is what I've said. To-. And he goes, Fuck off, Dunstall. You're just trying to sabotage me because you know I'm going to break your record one day. <laughs> <laughs> that is this is a bloke who's like 19, his second year of footy, right? Wow. He's saying to the chief, tongue in cheek, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And chief just laughed. He said, mate, some players are best just to be left alone to do their yeah. thing. You know, you, you can, we can overcoach players Absolutely. to their detriment. And that's just a great buddy story. Mm, that's and legend. Better from the. Bad pocket for yeah. him. You, you feel like he kicked him better from the wrong side for a left footer too. Yeah, like running out yeah. and bringing yeah. it back yeah. left to right. That natural, yeah. that natural swing he had on the ball was pretty like, yeah. it's almost like a cheat sheet as well because you could kind of it was straight. Yeah, it was it was, it's sad to see him retire, but I think the timing was right. I would have hated him to have gone one year too yeah. long. Like a, or yeah. gone to another club like a Gold Coast or something mm. and played, you mm. know, five or six games. I think yeah. it was, I mean, he did his calf. So he didn't get the send-off he would have liked, but what a career. Yeah, Buddy and Dusty at Gold Coast next year. They put some you, bumps on yeah, season, they? Is, is there a chance with Dusty or no? no I, I, I don't think so, but I don't think you it, never know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty good good place to live. 
Yeah, I, again, I'd hate to see him put on yeah. another another jumper because yeah. he's just he's quintessential <laughs> Richmond in an era I would, where I mean I would leave with the contract yeah. he's on. It's 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 all back ended, isn't it? Really, so sure. he deserves to finish as a one club yeah. player. Yeah. Hey, legends, just a quick break in this episode to thank our partners, Dabble, the gambling agency, where you dabble socially and gamble responsibly. Please only bet what you can and are willing to lose. Now, Dabble is one of the great platforms out there. I absolutely love using it. Very similar to Instagram, where you can follow some of the head honchos in the different sports, copy their bets and get some good wins on the board. Now, Fortunately for me, I've been working with Dabble for over a year. This year, we are doing a stream every Tuesday night. It's called Jake's Take. It's from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. where you can go in the Dabble app. You can join me. We get guests on every week. We bet on the dogs. We have an absolute ball, and they're talking about sport and cutting up the shop around what's going around town across all codes. So come on down, check it out. Dabble socially, gamble responsibly, and let's get back into the episode. Swanee's favourite team, Carlton. The, the, I don't know what happened with them, but I they... Think, I think they win, yeah. yeah. They switched a flick through the year. Do, do they Have they actually broken a shackle? Like, they're, they're off this hoodoo uh, of finals? Can well, they, they've, can they have a still, run they've still got to win one. I think, well, a bit like what Brownie said, I think the top four are, are clearly the best four, and I think, you know, that will they will be the prelims. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, well, they're in it. Like, Bulldogs have done it from fifth or sixth, sixth end. So, yeah. history says at some stage someone will do it again. Will it be this year? I would say no, but I think the the top four have been easily the best sides all year. And obviously, Carlton are coming home with a wet sail, so GWS, but um, I think there's levels to to this. And yeah. I think we'll find out come next weekend. Vossi, Vossi was under some pressure like mid-year, wasn't he? He, I don't know what happened, but he's um he's come out looking like a, like a champion. Yeah, he stayed the course, isn't he? Like he was pretty resolute. Um, it's It's the Carlton... It's the Carlton faithful that turn the quickest. Oh, it's not. Know. It's not the outside media yeah. bubbling away. It's it's the Carlton people. Yeah, so it's always been the case with Carlton for whatever reason yeah. they ate their own. And you're right. That was about round ten or eleven, mate. They were they were itching to get rid of yeah. him. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was pretty close. Now, how quickly it can turn now? They, they, the exact same people yeah. Yeah, like are getting ca- carried yeah. getting carried away, and you know. Patting him on the back, it's it's good passion, but um, yeah, well, sometimes so they get beat by ten goals to Sydney. It'll be that oh, fucking. Well, he, he can't coach finals. He can't coach finals. Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I think they're. I've always thought their team was pretty good. It just it wasn't yeah. true about there. They've got these A graders, and then it was that bottom sort it's of percentage. Five, yeah, if that gap, games. which I don't, I think that affects you in premierships. I mean, absolutely, not that yeah. I would know. No, but no, it's, it's all, absolutely. You got role players. It's not. If your bottom five are hopeless, you get found out in finals. Yeah. So you need them to pull their way for sure. And, you and you're spot on, like, those bottom five. So, like, Paddy Dow, say, been playing VFL, or he comes in, mate, starts playing good footy. Fisher, who was dropped, chuck him on the wing, 30 touches. They yeah. get Newman back on a halfback flank. His last five or six oh, weeks was he huge. Gets a lot of footy. So, yeah. Your guns were doing their thing still. Kuno was still yeah. kicking his goals. Cripple was still doing Walsh his thing. Weedering thing, was yeah. still doing his thing. It's that they play a fifteen to twenty three, yeah, that if they can right. elevate themselves yeah. a little bit, you start becoming makes a really the, good side. Makes the stars' jobs easier. Yeah, so they absolutely. don't have to do too much. They can just do what they usually yeah. do. Yeah, you both yeah. got Carlton in that one, then. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. Um, St Kilda Giants. It's fairly big game. Is if St Kilda that back end of the season, have they slipped too much here to recover in the finals? 
Saints. Yeah. Uh, they lost it. They lost quite a bit. I like GWS that, in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I think GWS yeah. is great, but I think they're favourites. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sure surprising. They deserve. They've I reckon they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in pretty good form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they're, just, I don't know, if Sam Taylor plays, it'll make a big difference. He's obviously, yep. he didn't play, but um, yeah, I think they're playing a good brand of footy. Saints is just for me a little bit. You just don't know boring. What, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't. You don't. Yeah, um, it's typical St Kilda at times. Yeah, but I, I think GWS have a better side, so yeah, that's why I think they'll win it. Is um, would you say? I, I, and obviously, this is me talking from not the same background, but Toby Green, I, I feel like he's one of the most influential in the comp, aside from Jeremy Cameron, maybe the most. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it, he'll, I think yeah. he'll be the All Australian captain. Him or him or him and Bont will be captain and vice captain yeah. in whatever order. He's a freak, mate. Like you know. If he's not kicking goals, he's setting them up. He's yeah. involved in all their score um, chains yeah. somewhere with a little handball or a yeah. smart kick to the pocket. And he's not six foot. He's not Charlie Kearney. He's not six foot six yeah. who can jump over heads. You know, he's not, you know, an elite Isaac Smith. He's not an elite running wing. He's just sort of, you know, he's a nice size, but he, he plays above his height. Um, yeah, and he's, he's phenomenal. Um, he, that's He's a matchman I don't think. St Kilda have yeah. So he's one of the reasons so probably why. Probably get G- Jimmy Webster. I reckon will go to him and just yeah. try and wear him like a glove, which just will be a good matchup because very good. He's Jimmy Webster good can he shut down a few he big has. plays in his time for no. sure. Adam Kingsley's probably you know he's done a great job in his first season to turn him around. Yeah, because they were going downhill no pretty Correct. quick and mid year. Um, Josh Kelly's playing good footy again. Caniglio. Caniglio. Bedford would be big out if he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. What do you get a week? Yeah. You reckon? Mm. Oh, I thought it was stiff, yeah, but I think everyone's stiff to get rid of it. Harry Himmelberg down back, you know, yeah. it's good. And, Jesse yeah. Hogan kicked not oh, – yeah, he had a fill-up against the Bombers. Well, they, so. well, they kicked 270 <laughs> points in two weeks. The, yeah, they've, they've, they've become, kicked, like, had like 50 the, score they got shots. Defense, yeah, it's just and nuts. they got a really strong offense. And so, yeah, I think – Tom Green's a ball inside. He's – yeah, so. I, I've got them. Yeah, I'm with Swanee yeah. here. I think they'll win. Um, yeah. And does and you know, like it'll be a real arm wrestle yeah. for a while because yeah. you know, the way the Saints R- play, Ross yeah, is he, he's no slouch in the coach's box. But eventually, the class mm-hmm. and the work rate of GWS will break the game open at some stage. I think. Yeah. And and they'll win. What are, yeah. if the Saints are going to win? What what is it that they've got to do against this GWS team? Well, you got what they've got. Yeah. I think you just ha- you have to score eighty points as far as yeah. I'm concerned for the right. Saints. That's their number. If they can kick eighty, they win. How yeah. they do that? Higgins, <coughs> Butler, because who'll go to King? King, yeah, Membry. Like they just yeah, they got to kick. And I think they got to slow down their ball movement. Is it too, too the orange tsunami you can flick around and they move <laughs> they move pretty well. So if they can stop stifle their ball man, which Ross Line's good, you know, playing footy in the phone booth and make it a real slow, boring he wants a boring, slow ass old game. You know, one that's aesthetically horrible to watch, you're like, fuck, this sucks. But yeah. like if Jerry Rice can get on their terms where they're running and running and gunning and um the tsunami as they call it, um, I think they'll be too good. So yeah. both but both. Saints need the Saints need to win sixty to fifty or something like that. Yeah. yeah. If they've, I think I was looking at some stats the other day. They've kicked no, 80 points nine occasions and won all nine. So, like, okay. but in, a, in an elimination final, you're right, it might be even less than that. Um, they've been a bit – the only time uh, 
that they've kicked 10 goals in a quarter or something. It was that first quarter against the Hawks. Oh, and, really? I, and I told all my mates that the game would be low scoring. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were back the unders, right? So, oh. And uh, I was getting abusive texts, you know, eight-minute mark in the first term, which is, <laughs> yeah, which is not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet. So both going um, yep. GWS there. Yep. Beautiful. Melbourne Collingwood is the uh, – is the flag winner in this game? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I believe whoever wins this wins the flag. Really? Yeah. It's that. And, and this is the, this is oh. as, as a client fan, this is probably the one the one side I didn't want to play. Yeah, I I agree. Um, so I Colin would need to flick the switch again. Um, but I why I believe this the flag comes from here because I don't believe Melbourne can beat Colin. I don't believe Brisbane can beat Melbourne or Collingwood on the MCG Grand Final day. Yeah. And I think Brisbane will win their two prelims. Go to the granny, and I think it'll be Melbourne or Collingwood in the Jeez. granny against them. So I don't think so. I don't think Melbourne or Brisbane, Collingwood can go to Brisbane in a prelim either. Yeah. I know they've got form, they've dropped finals there, but I think it's a very, very hard way to go about it. Because then you've got to play Carlton and technically Brisbane. That's a tough way to go. Um, then you've got to replay <laughs> Melbourne or something in the granny. But um, I, I know I'm obviously Collingwood, but I generally think it's a it's a coin flip. If Collingwood. If they both play their best, Collingwood win easy. It's just I don't know whether Collingwood can get back to their best. Who's Collingwood's out for that game? Is it just still? They'll is it get still McCreary back? Yeah, Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore. Dacos was he'll miss nah, this he'll game. Nah, he'll probably miss. Oh, yeah, if that, be, that would be risking. He'd definitely be in for the second chance yeah, if they yeah, lost. Yeah, or, or yeah. play him as a sub. <clears throat> if, That's true. If they're worried about, I, I, I think I'll be. I might pop in and have a look in the next week. But if they if they're just worried about his legs, he's like one of the fittest at the club. He doesn't need too yeah. much. So maybe they're playing a bit. Like, you fly, know, fly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I, I would not surprise me if he plays. I love right. that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I, I don't know, but I just, <clears throat> he's running already. So he's the like, type I, of if guy he's that running would come now, back, wouldn't he, Dacos? Well, if he's running now, I don't know what else he needs. Uh, like if mm. his legs healed, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be running unless his leg was fine. He might, I oh, know, so I'm, this may surprise some, but I'm not a medical practitioner. Mm. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. But, <laughs> yeah. But I um, mean, yeah, it's a huge game. Um, Hundred thousand there of not ninety odd. It's a coin flip, but I think Mel, I think Collingwood. I think a bit, a bit recency bias. They've been ordinary the last week. They did have fill up against a side that's horrific. But if they can get back to that pressure and get back to anywhere near their best, their best is good enough. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like that fifteen game period at the first fifteen rounds, whatever with Collingwood. I think that's like as good as footy as I've seen since Richmond. Yeah. Like they were, they were that good. It was that invincible. Even though they were, some games were tight, just every, every, listen, everyone has lulls. No one's gone through a season undefeated. <laughs> yeah, like people and we, and we had nothing to like. Collingwood had nothing to play for for the last four or five weeks. So, yeah. and but, then the injuries hit as well, yeah, which exactly. compounds it. You know, yeah, it's a um. So it's, it's all, it they're thing, all massive though, games like, to their finals. Did they get was like you know they say get a clip on the wing before you go into finals? Not a bad thing, but like they got clipped a few well, times. Well, we got clipped a bit. So yeah, maybe yeah. just the odd one will yeah. be right, but. You know, Fly's done a terrific job. And I'm sure he'll have them primed for next. I don't know whether they had extra training loads because I knew they couldn't. So, you know, all these kind of things. They train a bit harder during the week so they could be have the week off and then be fresh, be fitter for finals. So all those kind of things. You know, I did hear that they were training a bit harder than what they usually would if they needed to win. So maybe that right. maybe that played into the, them being flat in games. Fucking who knows? There's, we've all got excuses, but. The proof will be in the pudding next Thursday night. They come out and get smoked. Well, they won't go out in straight sets, but that's the end of their premiership campaign, I believe. Yeah. But, but the the um, Melbourne forward line is the fascinating one because I know the Goody has been having sleepless nights about what it looks like 
most of the year. And they haven't, every time they thought they got it's it right. having sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, every time they, they thought they got it half right, you know, they threw Petty forward and he had that great game, kick six or seven, yeah. gets injured, done for the season. They lost Bailey Fritch. Um, they might have lost him again. Is he all going to Oh, be no, right? he'll be right. He'll be right. But, but Jakey Melksham does yeah, his ACL. Horrible. And that's shocking. That's what I mean. You play these games, meaningless games. Like, no, you can't help an ACL, but sometimes you just like to not play them. So yeah. everyone gets through. Yeah. So he's, they've yeah. constantly been, you know, Van Royen, uh, Tom McDonald's Brody played Grundy, VFL. Any, any Grundy. Um, yeah, he's, he's, sniffed, he's been forward. He's just not a forward. No. So if, you, if you're trying to bring him in as, as a, a pure forward to do a pinch hit in the ruck, mm. He's never. I mean, you played with him. Yeah. Does he ever go forward and take a catch and kick a goal? Very mm, rarely. He kicked a couple, no. didn't he, on the weekend in VFL? Yeah, three, yeah but mate, three, yeah, I could still big, kick a goal. Yeah. In yeah. Yeah. A goal, not multiple goals. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, <laughs> mate, they're all eighteen-year-olds. You could go out there and take a punt. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure. Looking back, hindsight, do you reckon he would have went there in hindsight? No. Nah. No, no chance, no, but no. He'll, he'll probably lob in either Sydney or Port Adelaide yeah. next year. So he's going to watch Gone to his name first game next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be a disaster. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We're, we're, again, where Melbourne's goals come from, like if you're relying on Bailey Fritch to kick five again to win a, a, a qualifying final, Might not uh, yeah, it's going to be hard, you know, mm. so – any any players? They, uh, they, I think they have to win with their defense. They have to stop us with May and Lever. They have to correct. keep it keep it low. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, that's what they that's their two bookends. They killed us in the last game, but we didn't. Collingwood didn't have. I think they had. They have six different from the game they played into this week. So it's a it's a brand new ball game. Collingwood's forward line kind of it weirds me out a little well, bit because it's similar to Melbourne. So, so we dynamic. don't have a, like any everyone. All of them can kick two or three. No one's going to kick maybe yeah, seven we don't or have eight. Big, you know, Charlie Kernow type. Like, my chest plays above his weight. Yeah. Like, damn it, stay. Brandon Kamara was the number one banana. He probably hasn't said the word a lot, but he's done what he's needed to do. Then we got mate, the greatest finals performer of all time. Yeah. Big Mason Cox. Big Mason Cox. Oh, Mason Cox. USA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. USA. Mate, yeah. if he fucking turns out like he's still hanging his hat on that prelim in, in uh, 2018 well, where he tore it he's apart. He's the type of guy because of his natural – Confidence he has. I can't believe how confident he's got he is. Fucking plenty of that. Yeah, let me like, tell you. Well, this is where you're gonna need, you're gonna need it now. So yeah, well, I don't even know if he'll play, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But he's tall, yeah, um, he's so that helps. Yeah. I don't know what the weather would be like, but yeah. So our, we rely on Bobby Hill, Jamie Elliott, um, yeah, you know all those kind of guys. Bo McCreary puts on a lot of pressure. Um, goals from our mids, Jordy Degoe. So. Um, Swanee, do you get nervous when Billy Frampton has the ball in his hands? Because <laughs> I'm not even a Collingwood supporter, mate, and I shit myself where <laughs> I, it's going to go. I get he seems to always fuck it up. <laughs> just a handball. Just, just a handball. Yeah, just yeah. get it off. Get it off. Um, he might not make. He might not play either. Right. Because um, Darcy Moore comes in. Bo comes in. Yeah. Nick Dagos maybe. And there's one more that didn't play on the weekend that oh, fuck, I forgot. But um, obviously Darcy's the big one. So they're a different side when Darcy, Geordie, and all that are playing. Yeah. Um, Geordie loves finals too, doesn't he? Yeah. No, uh, he's, he's recording finals. He's going to need to be good for very him. good. Oh, yeah. cool. He's our most important player. Yeah. He's, I'm with the Pies. Yeah, he's are you on Pies, are you? you, you yeah, Pies. Pies 1 to 39. Just. I, I won. Yeah. 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 Just. What is the line? Pies 1 to 39 for me. It's going to be a good game. It's oh. going to be a blockbuster. Um, Port, Port Brisbane, this is going to be an interesting one too because Port have had a, a pretty stellar year for a young team and then Brisbane's 
run home sort of has captured everyone a little bit as well. But they, they've Lines been pretty strong. You wouldn't want the Pies to win by one. One and a half. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the Gabatois where the Lions have – Bloody hard side to beat. If they could yeah. win at the G, are they as good as Collingwood? Um, yeah, but that's the unknown, right? right? Like they just haven't done it for a while. Their, their wins down here have been at um, Marvel. Yeah. I reckon they're starting to play their best footy. If time, if timing is anything, their, their last couple of weeks have been great. So Lockie Neal's back playing some good footy. and But, the, I mean, for me, the Brisbane Lions have been uh, always – a premiership chance, but if Joe Danaher lights up, they win it. It's really? uh, yeah, yeah. He's that and if he doesn't he? get a kick, which he's just as likely to do yeah. as well, then they're going to be yeah. Because I, I, I personally don't trust Derek Kipwood. You're not uh, worried about their to form kick a MC. bag. Yeah. yeah, he's a good player. Um, You're not worried about the MCG form a little bit, but I just reckon their their form. So I reckon they they lost a close one in their last game um, down here at the G. Which was as good as a win, you know. If that sounds a bit okay. silly, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and since then they've been really good. Got so. Hawthorne on the G, yeah. But Hawthorne, did. Hawthorne are one of the better sides. The <laughs> 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 they're, they're day, I think. You know, going to be overawed. Oh. oh, how did you know? How do we know? But yeah, I just think that for them more than any other side in the top eight. Joe Danaher. I'm not saying Joe Danaher or bust because they've got good sides, right. but like if if he clunks them and kicks straight, mm. doesn't miss from the top of the goal square, <laughs> right? Yeah. And in, in a grand final, does what a young Tomahawk did, yeah. like kicks mm. four or five and sets up a couple and they win it. Really? So he's their key in a sense. Yeah. They're a pretty dynamic side to watch. Like they're pretty uh, quick and ferocious. And that's – they're very quick because they play on a hard deck up there. That's why I'd be shifty underfoot at the MCG. So – but, yeah, I'm Melbourne, I think – I think this is probably the the easiest game to pick. I think Brisbane win is easy. Really, yeah. just on just on Port, if they are going to lose, that their their midfield for the next sort of five six years could oh, absolutely. be absolutely yeah, mate. Could Hall be Fran- as good. But as Cobb Rosie and Horn Francis, they're they made their oh, if they're not stars now, well, Butters will be all Australian. He might win the Brownlow, but I'm not sure is, the other did two. Did Rosie will be, but... get the forty four? No. Uh it's just butters. I imagine so. I, oh, no, I think Connor Rosie was in there yeah. in, the, in the mix he, as well. He, mate, watching Rosie live, he, he's very so they hit the scoreboard too. Like their yeah. goal kicking midfielders, all three yeah. of those yeah. guys, which is which yeah. is rare, you know. Like yeah, because they throw Rosie forward because they know he's yep. just going to grab a goal here and there, don't they? Yeah, just, I'm not sure if Charlie Dixon will be back. He's he's their big barometer up forward. They got that Ollie Lord. I don't really know much about him, but Nothing. yeah. Um, In fact, I've never heard of his name before. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching him on Ollie Lord. I was, okay. he's, got, he's, got the, long, he's got long hair. I was watching the, him on the wing because, mate, they nearly fucked me moldy. The Marshall, he's, Marshall, he looks yeah, like he's oh, a Marshall. good player. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. He's bloody. He's, and they'll get George Yardis back next year as well. I know he hasn't played oh, all year with that injury, but, mate, he's a good player that's too. A free pickup so, on yeah. Finn Lacey. Um, yeah, I, I, they've done nothing wrong all year. They're just playing Brisbane up in the Gabba, I think. Like, Brownie said, Brisbane are primed for a big finals run. Um, they've sort of laid an egg the last couple of years up there. Um, but, you know, I think, I think Brisbane get this done. I think Port win the next one. I'll go, I'll go home with one. Then they've got to come to Melbourne and play Melbourne or Collingwood in a prelim yeah. is, is the way I I think the AFL <clears throat> would be absolutely wrapped with the finals teams because you've, you've, you've represented, you know, you've got a couple of interstate teams, a couple of the Sydney teams that they're trying to do well, some big – um, Melbourne, Melbourne clubs yeah. as well. Um, and so, like, from a holistic point of view, if you put your mm. Gil McLaughlin hat on, 
you're pretty excited for what the final series, you know, is oh, going to produce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a few quick fire questions, which are, which should be a bit of fun, but I just want to ask from a player point of view, when you boys were, were there, this sort of period now going to finals, like what was sort of your headspace like um, coming out of that home and away? So I know some of the boys, like had a few days off and they've gone away, but they're coming back in now. They've got the week off and then. We didn't have, we didn't have that. You didn't have that? No. We didn't have the so week off. So we, we, rolled, think, we really? rolled straight into it. Right. Yeah. So that's all I, I believe. I, I believe the, the week off should be before the granny. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. So much momentum coming into this now. It's and just a, it's just a flat, like just a yeah. flat week, or get all the award seasons done now, so then people can like does focus this on flat the week, Does this flat week help anyone? Helps in sides a, are hurt that are hurt. Yeah, so really? if Nick Dacos plays, so and, Collingwood it can help. Well, if Nick plays, yeah, Darth, every they, day counts. You know, yeah. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it right. helped the Bulldogs in sixteen. They were all broken. They come out and then went on a this magical run. But like, if someone gets concussed in a prelim, they don't play in the granny because of it. You know what I mean? So I'd much rather have your two best sides have two weeks off or you know, fourteen days off and hopefully being at their freshest and at their peak for a grand final. So yeah. that's what I believe because like Collingwood, Carlton or blokes sides who haven't had much to play for in the last four or five weeks, they're just been floating and then they get another week. So um but yeah, my we didn't have much time to think about. We rolled straight in. We you'd have a dinner on the Monday or Tuesday night, like you know, like a pump, pump up video like, and all that shit and then away you go. Is that better as a player when it's like that? Less time to think. You're just oh, kind yeah, of in like routine. We, it, we'd never had the buy leading into it, so we knew no different. But it's yeah. it's the most exciting. Like, yeah, I remember no matter what age you are, I didn't play finals for my first five or six seasons and you just bloody pump that, yeah. you know, like the weather's a bit better, um, big games, it. you know, good, the, the good horse races are started. Yeah. So there's a couple, <laughs> a couple of great ones. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is what you play for, you know, it's, it's do or die, you know, pretty much from, from here on in. Um, so yeah. Does anything change on the, like the footy field with finals? Cause I know the outside expectation intensifies mm-hmm. and then obviously if you lose, you can be out, but from like the actual standard of footy that you played in the home and away, does that jump up a notch as well? Yeah, just the intensity drops, jumps up a notch. Yeah. 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 It's not as much easy ball early yeah. on yet. Right. A lot more contested, slows down a little bit because intensity goes up a little bit. Yeah. So, do you guys have, like, you obviously, Swanee, you've, you've um, had some pretty big final series and obviously, Brownie, you've been a part of part of it as well. But do you guys have respect for blokes that stand up in finals and haven't yeah. been there? Yeah. Of like, course. knowing so how hard it is. That's yeah. what you sort of end up being big defined games, as, yeah. as a, as a really. footballer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you play well and you want to play well in big games. You certainly don't want to go missing. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, that's yeah. what it is. Cause people still remember people going missing grand oh, finals yeah. to this no, day, don't they? Friday night. Forever. Yeah, exactly. Leon Davis. Yeah. I, still, I, I love the bloke, but yeah. I still remember like one of the grand finals, he had a touch or something. That's what I mean. So that's what, that's what it's about. And these are the, the games. And But thankfully, like Collingwood, Carlton, you're playing big games, so you're playing Anzac Day, so you sort of yeah. know Collingwood, Carlton, you're playing in front of 90,000. So you, it's not the same, but you have sort of an idea of what you're running out into. Mm. Um, so, you know, if the club's like, if St. Kilda haven't played in the final, a lot of them, they walk out and they're playing GWS, so they might, they're probably not going to get 80,000. But you walk out, if, if GWS, they play in front of 15,000 every week up there, like come out in front of 90,000, you go, fuck, well, then that might be a little bit daunting. But someone like Toby Green, he, I would imagine he would lift. He, he loves all that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, of course, it's what your name's made on. Look at Dustin Martin. He's going to go into one of the greatest players of all time yeah. because of what he did in, like, Finals. he's. CV isn't like a Gary Ablett. He doesn't have eight All-Australians or eight Best and Fairest or five Brownlows, but what he's got is 
three premierships, three Norm Smiths. Yeah, I always, I always quote whenever whenever he comes up in conversation. I always quote you how you sort of say it because I think you summed up. He's the best finals player of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I think he's played like fourteen finals. Has been best on in twelve of them or something. Yeah, three Norms, like three. three And uh, what elevates that even more is he was at a footy club that had been so starved of Mm. success for so long. Yeah, and he did it at Richmond. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good. When they hadn't won a final for. Yonks. You know, since 1980. Yeah, they were like the, the grand Colton, Colton of now in a sense. And so like, he was yeah. the, he's the man that just did it. He yeah, just got yeah. the job done. So, yeah. yeah, every moment in a final seems to be amplified a bit. Like mm-hmm. in a home and away game, you miss a tackle – yeah. And it results in a shot on goal. Like, yeah, it's important, but it's not the bare re- get reviewed by your club on a Monday, but <laughs> yeah. then, like, like, it's not getting hammered on fucking Monday or by Correct. the papers. Whereas yeah. you miss a tackle on the wing and Petrarca ends up hitting someone up and he goes back and kicks a goal and 70,000 Melbourne supporters mm. raw, right? As a player, like, you feel about this big. <laughs> yeah. And mm. it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot more of those moments in finals that matter. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the little things. They all yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah, they all do. Yeah. Um, I got a few quick fire ones here for for you boys, which should be fun. But who's who's your smoky here? Um, obviously not the favourite, but who's your smoky to to win this? That that's in the eight. Oh, I'd say GWS. GWS really? Uh, well, well, I'm not going to say one of the top four because yeah. well, I think anyone outside Melbourne Collingwood odd class is a oh, smoky well, here. Well, Brisbane then. Brisbane, yeah. yeah. I'll say Carlton. Okay, yeah. Carlton. I don't think they will, but if there's going to be a real blowout, yeah. maybe them if they catch fire. Who? So who? Well, we said Melbourne Collingwood. Who? Who are you going there? Who do I think wins the flag? Win the flag, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Collingwood. Collingwood, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Brisbane. Brisbane, really? Yeah. Back in this Joe Daniel. Well, I tipped them at the start of the year. They were 650. I wanted to jump off them in the middle of the year, but I didn't. And now they're they're every chance. So, yeah, if – Joe, uh, Joe Danaher a bust for me. I All tipped right. Collingwood Brisbane. To who's uh, did, you? Oh, yeah. uh, did you really? Who's uh, who's Brownlow? Is it is it Petrakas now or is it Dacos? No, still I in think Dacos wins it. Really? Yep. Fuck me. Imagine yeah. if he does. What did miss? His legend goes up even more with the amount. Yeah, of they games. won a lot of games. The Pies. So um, if not Nick, I'd love to see Bonapelli win it. I think. Ah, yep. uh, I've said if if Bonapelli play for Collingwood. Uh, he'd be, his name would be the biggest in Australian sport. Like yeah. he'd he'd be like up there with Dustin Martin. He'd be on fucking billboards everywhere. Yeah, it's just he plays at a club that doesn't get a lot of recognition. No one really goes to watch him. Um, so and he'd be like Paddy Cripps last year. Like Tippy Cam go well, well, well deserved. Like he was a much deserving Brownlow play. Carried Carlton on their on his back when they were horrific for so long. Pontypellis a bit the same. I'd love to see him win it, but. I think Nick probably just holds on. I'm going to make a prediction, right? This is purely just Love for this. Brownlow night, it's around 24. Dacos had been up by sort of 10, right? And then he got injured and Bont chips away because mm. he got he got at least two, three but, voters, right? Yeah. So you can see him creeping up the board and it gets to around 24. Doggies, Geelong. What's he down by? He's down by three wins it. Yeah. Two draws it. Oh, no. And one, he loses by a point, and he gets one vote. Because okay. I th- I think Rory Lobb uh, or Adam Trelaw will, yeah. will probably poll that. Right? I'm not an umpire, obviously, but I reckon Bont's in the mix. Yeah. Oh my That's God. how good this count could be this year, if if that happens, okay. right? Yeah. Bont gets and one. Butters, got th- Butters played really well. In the, in the last, last game of yeah. the year, too, yeah. So it'll be a great count, but, yeah, that's – 
We can, we can so Nick's going to have to hold mate, on. Mate, yeah. Don't do that cunt. Yeah. And if he's sitting this there, the whole count. This like, is getting clipped. Yeah. So um, we'll see how – this might be a good little, uh, little oh, time yeah, timeline. Well, boys, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. A, a big time a big time of year for everyone. So um, there you have it, guys. Finals footy coming your way. Thanks, Brownie and Swanee, for coming on the show. We'll see you all next Enjoy week. Enjoy Burning Man. Oh, yeah. yeah, burning man. yeah, yeah so. I'll come back alive. Enjoy, Enjoy having a burn. We'll yeah. see you later, guys. Yeah. Thank Use you. Use a condom. <laughs>